The townhouse Lucia lived in was bathed in an old-world charm. The hardwood floors, high ceilings, and ornate designs whispered stories of eras gone by. Among the many antiques in her room, her favorite was an ornate, full-length mirror, framed with intricate silver filigree. This mirror had been a companion since her teenage years, faithfully showing her the many stages of her life. Every morning, Lucia would stand in front of this mirror, carefully brushing her hair, counting each stroke methodically. The act was therapeutic. The world outside could be unpredictable, but this moment, this daily ritual, was her anchor. But like a tiny crack in a porcelain vase, imperceptible at first but devastating in its potential, Lucia began to notice tiny discrepancies. One day, as she tilted her head to the left, her reflection hesitated just a split second before following. Another day, as she reached to set her brush on the dresser, her reflection's hand moved at a slightly different angle. Brushing it off as mere fatigue or perhaps a trick of the light, she continued her routine, trying not to focus on the increasingly erratic behavior of her own image. But denial only goes so far. The mismatches grew more pronounced. One evening, as Lucia washed her face and splashed water, her reflection remained still, staring right back, unblinking, dry-faced. The silence in that moment was deafening. Sleep became elusive. Lucia would toss and turn, trying not to think about the mirror, the heart of her unease. She dreamt of her reflection breaking free, of it lurking in the shadows, whispering secrets. On nights when the wind howled against the windows and the townhouse creaked with age, Lucia felt as if she could hear a second set of her own footsteps, mimicking her every move from just beyond the veil of darkness. Then came that fateful morning when she stood in front of the mirror, but it was vacant. The intricately designed room behind her was all that was reflected. Panic gripped her. She ran from room to room, trying every mirror in the house. She even ventured outside, peering into reflective surfaces, even kneeling by a garden pond, desperate to see her own face staring back. But everywhere she looked, there was only emptiness. An abyss. Lucia felt as if a part of her soul had been ripped away, lost in some alternate dimension, leaving her incomplete. That night, the atmosphere in the townhouse was thick with anticipation, like the charged stillness before a storm. Lucia felt it deep in her bones, the unseen changes were only the beginning. The once comforting embrace of Lucia's townhouse now felt cold and foreboding. Lucia began to see clues of a nocturnal intruder, but the intruder seemed to be her. A discarded leather jacket, which she never owned, lay sprawled on her living room floor. Lipstick stains, a shade she'd never worn, marked her wine glasses. It was as though her home was now shared with a doppelganger she'd never met. One day, as she checked her phone for messages hoping for some semblance of normalcy, she was met with a barrage of unknown notifications. They were from social media apps and places she hadn't signed up for. Curiosity led her to a gallery full of photos that chilled her blood. There she was, but not as she knew herself. Pictures showcased her at nightclubs drenched in neon lights, her face alight with malevolence. 
Others displayed her in the middle of heated arguments with strangers, their faces contorted in fear. Each picture seemed to capture a version of Lucia that exuded menace. But the photos that unnerved her the most were those taken with her friends. They showcased familiar faces, but the gatherings were unfamiliar to her. In these photos, her friends seemed cautious, even afraid, while she sported a mocking grin or an overtly aggressive stance. Each morning presented new mysteries. Once, she found her garden gate ajar with muddy footprints leading to her door. On another occasion, the fragrance of a foreign perfume lingered in her bedroom. It was a scent she never owned, heavy and intoxicating. The community around her was buzzing with whispers. People spoke of Night Lucia, an unhinged version of her who was unpredictable and volatile. Some neighbors recounted instances where they saw her, or rather, this sinister version of her, kicking over trash bins or shouting at passerby for no apparent reason. The local bartender mentioned a night when she'd stormed in, causing a ruckus, demanding drinks on the house, and leaving a trail of broken glass in her wake. Lucia felt trapped, a prisoner in her own life. The tales of her nighttime escapades spread like wildfire, painting the town red with rumors of her unruly behavior. Friends she had known for years started keeping their distance, their faces etched with concern and disbelief. Children in the neighborhood began to weave tales of the night witch, incorporating her into their eerie bedtime stories. Lucia's sanctuary, her home, became a cage. Each night, as she tried to find sleep, the fear of what her reflection might do next gnawed at her. Every creak of the house, every rustle of the leaves, made her heart race. She was living a nightmare, haunted not by a ghost or a demon, but by a sinister version of herself. In her determination to get to the bottom of the strange occurrences, Lucia began preparing herself for a long night. She filled her room with caffeine-laden beverages, a playlist of loud, energetic music, and a stack of books to keep her awake. Every evening, as the sun dipped below the horizon, Lucia would steel herself for the battle against the encroaching grip of sleep. But it was a fight she seemed doomed to lose. Despite her best efforts, there were lapses in her consciousness. Moments of haziness where her eyes drooped, and she found herself in the clutches of a dream, only to jerk awake minutes later. It was in these moments, she believed, that her other self took over, unleashing chaos upon the world. The mornings were the hardest. Lucia would rouse from a restless slumber to fresh evidence of her nighttime alter ego's misdeeds. A new set of stiletto heels covered in mud, messages from irate individuals she didn't recall offending, and sometimes even bruises she couldn't explain. As days turned into weeks, the weight of isolation grew heavier. Friends who once shared laughter with her now crossed the street to avoid any interaction. Whispers and pointed fingers became a common sight whenever she ventured outside. Lucia's heart ached as she realized that every bond, every connection she had nurtured over the years, was fraying, ripped apart by a version of her she neither recognized nor understood. Seeking respite from the oppressive atmosphere, Lucia decided on a drastic step. She packed her bags and drove far from the town, 
winding through forgotten roads until she reached a remote cabin nestled amidst a dense forest. The cabin, with its log walls and cozy interiors, seemed like the perfect sanctuary. But the forest had eyes. Word of the new inhabitant reached the neighboring community. At first, they were welcoming, intrigued by the mysterious newcomer. But it wasn't long before Night Lucia introduced herself. Fires began spontaneously in the woods, local wildlife was found harmed, and on one harrowing night, the townspeople found graffiti painted across their community hall, bearing threatening messages. It was clear to the small community, a storm had arrived in the form of Lucia. This once tight-knit, trusting community now locked their doors at night, and eyed each other with suspicion. Lucia, who had sought refuge, found herself once again at the epicenter of fear and animosity. In the cabin's confines, amidst the haunting calls of the nocturnal creatures and the ever-present shadow of her reflection's malevolence, Lucia felt the walls of her sanity begin to crack. The escape she had hoped for transformed into a prison of despair, pushing her further into the abyss of her own fragmented identity. The sun's last golden rays streamed into the cabin as Lucia meticulously set her trap. The room transformed into a maze of reflections with strategically placed mirrors on every wall, tabletop, and even the ceiling. The multiple surfaces created a disorienting kaleidoscope effect, where the beginning and end of each reflection became indecipherable. In the center of this labyrinth, Lucia waited, her heart pounding with a mix of fear and determination. As the darkness crept in, the atmosphere in the room grew charged. The forest outside seemed to fall silent in anticipation. The tugging sensation she felt was like an invisible chain trying to pull her into the depths of unconsciousness. She resisted, clenching her fists and focusing on the mirrors. And then, in the dim light of the cabin, she saw her. The night Lucia stepped into the mirror, her attire a sharp contrast to Lucia's simple clothes. Dressed in a sleek black outfit, her lips twisted into a malevolent smirk, her eyes, cold and calculating, scanned the room. The reflection seemed momentarily confused by the myriad of mirrors, trapped in the endless loop Lucia had created. The game of cat and mouse began. The reflection darted from one mirror to another, her frustration evident. With every mirror she entered and exited, her movements became more frantic, the malevolent grin slowly transforming into a snarl. Lucia, driven by desperation, seized this opportunity. Armed with a heavy iron rod, she lunged at the first mirror, shattering it into a million shards. The sound was ear-piercing, a cacophony of breaking glass that echoed through the cabin and the surrounding woods. But with each shattered mirror, the reflection multiplied, each more sinister than the last. The room was soon filled with a multitude of night Lucias, each one taunting her, mocking her efforts to regain control. Summoning every ounce of strength and determination, Lucia continued her onslaught. Mirror after mirror succumbed to her fury, shards flying in every direction, creating a chaotic dance of light and shadow. With every shattered reflection, Lucia felt a corresponding pain, as if the very essence of her being was being torn apart. The once quiet cabin now resounded with the chaos of breaking glass, the determined grunts of Lucia, 
and the increasingly frenzied movements of her reflection. The confrontation reached its climax when Lucia, in a final act of defiance, hurled the rod at the largest mirror, the centerpiece of her maze. The impact was colossal, sending a shockwave that knocked her off her feet. Amidst the settling dust and glass fragments, silence reigned. Lucia, panting heavily, looked around. The twisted reflections were gone. The once meticulously arranged maze was now a ruin of shattered glass. Amidst this destruction, Lucia, bruised and exhausted, felt an odd sense of liberation. She had faced her darkest self and survived. But at what cost? The room was a mosaic of broken glass, each piece reflecting fragments of the world outside. Amid this chaos stood the last unbroken mirror, its surface eerily undisturbed despite the destruction around it. Lucia, her eyes puffy from exhaustion and body marred with cuts, took tentative steps towards it. There, staring back at her with a fury that matched the tempestuous night, was her other self. They locked eyes, two halves of a fractured whole. Lucia's reflection, with all its malevolent grace, seemed to pulse with anticipation. In that surreal moment, boundaries blurred, reality merged with nightmare, and the line between the actual, and the reflected grew hazy. With a sudden ferocity, the reflection lunged, but not in attack. Instead, it moved fluidly towards Lucia, as if pulled by an invisible force. Rather than the crash of flesh against glass, there was an ethereal merging, like water being absorbed by parched earth. The process was disorienting. Memories, emotions, sensations swirled in a maelstrom, intertwining and tangling until it became impossible to tell where Lucia ended and her reflection began. Visions of her tranquil days merged with the chaotic nights of her reflection. Pain, fear, love, and hatred blended into a heady cocktail that threatened to overwhelm her senses. As the first light of dawn broke, casting golden hues on the forest canopy, the ordeal reached its conclusion. Lucia lay sprawled amidst the glass, her breathing ragged but steady. Her once clear eyes now held a depth of duality, revealing a soul forever altered. The balance between her innate goodness and the darkness she had confronted and absorbed was precarious but evident. She slowly picked herself up, every movement a testament, to the profound transformation she had undergone. Her steps were neither confident nor hesitant but had a rhythm that spoke of acceptance and reconciliation. Lucia's journey henceforth was a solitary one. Towns and cities became mere blurs as she traveled, seeking neither redemption nor escape, but simply moving forward. The world's mirrors no longer held any power over her. They merely reflected a woman who bore the marks of a battle few could comprehend.